is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Today's show is brought to you by BarkBox.com. Get one free extra month of BarkBox at BoardwalkAudio.com forward slash BarkBox. Shelby wants to talk about, Shelby the dog Shelby. wants to weigh in on this. She wants BarkBox. She wants so, those four yeah. to six treats and curated toys every every month basically this is shelby's way of saying i want new toys and i want some delicious snacks yeah get some you can go on BarkBox and you tell them if your dog is small and cute just right or big and bold i think shelby's small and cute right yeah she's small and cute she's like yeah she's very much joining in on this you can choose one six or twelve months she's like give me twelve months give me two years yeah i want a full subscription give me toys Uh, give me treats (laughs) you can cancel anytime free shipping free shipping free shipping oh my God, right, Shelby? Right, Shelby? Yes, yeah, so you get a free month at BarkBox. So if you go to Boardwalk Audio slash BarkBox, you can get a free month. Other than that, it's just like 20 bucks and it's free shipping. Yeah, and like they have different themes every month, so it's like a little happy surprise. Oh, it's like St. Patrick's Day, you get like little leprechauns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, oh my gosh. Shelby wants BarkBox. You guys, if that is not a ringing endorsement, I don't know what is. Shelby approved, guys. Go to BoardwalkAudio.com. Forward slash BarkBox. Enjoy the show. Yay! I just drink wine. <laughs> Fisher Price mics. Yeah. Hey, I like playing podcast. It's oh, like nice. riding a bike. It's a pretty fun bike. It's a fun bike to ride. <gasps> Welcome, Welcome to, to the wine situation. situation. Oh my Ooh, god, we're so excited today. I know this is our season, our our year. Yes, it's our year and show. You guys, our season finale. This is a season finale episode for you guys. Uh yeah, we're we're gonna take a few weeks off. This, oh, let's uh, tell people we. This is the wine situation where we pay our whiny wines with drinking wines. If you guys don't know what this show is by now. Yeah, then, well, maybe you're just tuning in for the first time and we welcome you. Oh, we welcome you. Welcome, welcome. everyone. There's a seat in the back. Please take it. Uh, we're You're in good hands. Sean Bacoltz is, he is the wine whisperer who looks into your heart and pulls out crimson red wines <laughs> to match your blood. <laughs> or oh. light and crisp wines. Or light or... and crisp wines. Whatever. He's the wine whisperer. That's Ellen and... Clifford over there. She is the uh, Mademoiselle Palette, oui, as we oui. like to call her. Wait, wait, wait. She is a certified sommelier, you guys, from the Court of Masters. Yeah. It's like a sommelier name, only I'm yet to put it in a bar. She has a check by her name on Delectable. I do, and I'm going to be writing some things for them, so be looking for me bragging like, look at this column I wrote about this bubbly festival. That's it's my first exciting. assignment. Yeah. I get to go drink a lot of sparkling wine. It is such a hard So that's who we are, but we're going to be taking a little break, you guys, for about a month, I think. Yeah. We're going to go down to Cabo, you know. Yeah, we're going to drink a lot of water. <laughs> drink a lot of water, yeah. Eat some fruit, uh, cleanse our livers, and... Uh, go to a couple of foam parties, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. what we're doing. We're do some keg stands at spring break. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's spring break. <laughs> Lay out. Ellen's like, what are you talking about? What is this? Wait, a keg stand? I don't. I, I like it, though. It's so unlike any spring break I've ever had. You'd so. be great at it. Oh, okay. I can't wait to prove myself. Oh, no. Should we get into our Grape, Grape of, of Thrones? Mervid. <laughs> and the cat. <laughs> I like how my foley has just evolved. <laughs> it's it's going to be fully like five five minutes of sound effects soon. Yeah, accents and kitties. So, uh, yeah, Mavedra. Mavedra, guys. A.K.A. Mataro, sometimes in Australia. Yeah, A.K.A. Monastrel. 
in España, España and Humila and Yegla. Whoa. What can you tell me about this grape, Sean? It's Spanish in origin. It is Spanish in origin. It's usually a blending varietal. There's kind of a holdout for a single varietal place for it, and that's Bandal in Provence. Yeah. I think they occasionally blend it there, but it has to be at least 75%, something like that. Yeah. Um, but it's a monster of a grape. High tannins, high alcohol. Which is really interesting because it's from the Latin monasterielu, it's a, which is like a diminutive of monastery. So if you're like going to go to the nunnery or, you know, if you're practicing abstinence, you need like a very hearty wine <laughs> to sustain you. Get thee to a nunnery and pour thyself a Movedra. Thick-skinned, late budding, full of ripe black and blue fruit. It actually got really popular in California from Bonnie Dew Vineyards in 1990. Really? Yeah, it won a lot of awards. Like oh. all this like Movedra. Just stuff. like by itself? Just by itself. Not yeah. in the it's, it's a lot of times it's seen in the Rhone and the GSM, the Grenache Syrah Moved blends. It's the M, guys. M and the GSM and the CDP. The shot enough to pop. Oh, CDP? The GS, the GSM like, and the CDP. That you're calling out an Eastside gang or something. No. Shot in, there's the shot enough to pop I'm gang. I don't know what the CDP is. roll with grapes. The GSMs. Pair it with meaty things, I think. <laughs> yeah, I meaty know. things. Anything really heavy, guys. Yeah, it tends to be a little gamey, a little leathery, a little funky. Gamey, leathery, funky. Like the priests from the monastery. <laughs> Like a funky priest. Like a funky priest. Yeah. It's the priest, the cool priest with the uh, Converse sneakers hidden under his... Habit? Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Do priests wear habits, though? I think they wear robes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think a nun's the habit. A nun's a habit. Whoever it is, they have cool shoes. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you can tell if they're cool or not. You can tell by the shoes. Um, That's... Moved. Movedra are Grape of Thrones! We gotta do like a weather morning talk show. (laughs) (laughs) We have like a horn. (laughs) <laughs> like noise that's what we're gonna do in spring break is we're gonna start the weather podcast that's what we're gonna do you guys it's gonna be like um i don't know yeah let's um, let's get into our our, our, our guest. finale guest our finale guest you guys well he needs no introduction you guys because you've heard his name on this show so many times he is the mind behind covell l and e el condor Hermosillo, these are all restaurants and bars in Los He's Angeles. He's kind of like really the origin story of this know. podcast. He's I mean, origin I don't story know if we podcast. know each other. Like it's it's kind of you know him from TV, from his guest star on Rio Nine One One, from commercial campaigns, Miller Lite and Honda and Universal Studios. It's Dustin Lancaster. Wow. Welcome. Thank you. What an intro. <sighs> it was a lot. I hope I can live up to it. <sighs> yeah, and I didn't even list all the things. I know. Could you? I'll sit back for like yeah, five more minutes. Keep going. <laughs> Thirty minutes out of the podcast. I'm running, losing track of of all the bars that are under under your name. I'm uh, like I'm like I think this is a Lancaster bar. It probably yeah. is. If just I'm assume yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, not not, in not some way. completely, but uh, I did just get back from Oklahoma, where I opened my first out of Whoa. out of Los Angeles bar. That's right. And what's the name, Dustin? Arbolada. What, what's oh, the significance? It's the street we lived on. <gasps> yes. uh, oh, yeah. These way two to were bury roommates. the lead. Uh, uh, oh, we also went to college together. Yes. Guys. Sean and I go way, 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 yeah. way, way, way back. Way, oh, way before wine. Way before wine. This is back when we used to drink uh, Trader Joe's uh, Two Buck Chuck. What was the name of that wine? What's the name of the actual wine? Not Two Buck Chuck, but it has it's a. Uh, Charles Shaw? Charles Shaw, Shaw. Shaw. yeah. <laughs> I'm like Cabernet. Yeah, no, the, the actual lab- <laughs> oh, yeah. label. Oh, okay. Charles you, Shaw. You and I go back to when you used to fill our glasses at Stella, yep. um, which is where I first met you, and then we kind of followed you to Bar Covell. We're like, we like that bartender M- and his choice in wine. Many nights uh, at Bar Covell drinking, yeah. drinking uh, great wine. Yeah. 
Many, many a night. And Cafe Sella, too. Wine wine has led a lot of us to a lot of great relationships. It's so yeah. true, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Wine has a way of doing that. It has a way of educating you, too, about the world and about places. Wine and... is a conversationalist alcohol. Yeah. You know? I think so. It's something for sharing. That's one yeah. of the great things about Cabell, I think, is that there's no like Wi-Fi, there's no TVs. And just they, talk Just to talking, yeah. yeah. And, and, and we and, don't even have to say it. Like, and people also the, get it. the way that the ordering is set up is also you must talk to the bartender yeah. in, in a way that sometimes if you're just handed a wine list, you get to just go, yeah. I'll have that point yeah. to yeah. the extent of the conversation. Give me the Pinot Grigio. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but you'll remember, Sean, you probably both will, but that was... Eight, it's eight years now. Is that, wow. No, I forget. Yeah, no, eight. And, it's coming up on eight, right? Yeah, in July, uh, July 2nd. Will oh, be my eight. God. But that was, I certainly remember that was not easy when we when we started trying to teach people. Oh, about, yeah. You know, not teach them, but be like, well, so there's no wine list. That was <laughs> the craziest thing anyone had ever done. Yeah. So be like, there's, what do you mean there's no wine list? Even now, I'm shocked. Every single shift, at least 15 people come in and they're like, so where's the wine list? I'm like... We don't have a wine list. It's like, it, and it's still educating people. But you know, it just goes to show you how Cabell is still a new place, and how there are still so many people yet to even come and try and experience this kind of is, unique thing. Is Cabell a new place, or LA is just a massive metropolis that has <laughs> so new many people. people that... Stop moving here. Cabell's new. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. LA is giant, and you know, I think about it. There's so many new people every year, and and but I am surprising people of like it's our first time. I'm like, awesome. How'd you hear about us? They're like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Did, you know, we stumbled in here. I just Googled. Yeah. You needed, wine Googled bar. Wine. You needed after yeah. ice cream wine. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to talk about your uh, wine with an Whiny H? So wine? I, I'm, I've already started to open the wine because Please. why not? Please, yes. Uh, yeah, of course. Well, it's it's an interesting wine because it it's more to me. Well, I, I really thought of it because if I'm if I'm being transparent, is Sean and I have a mutual friend who is is, is always late. So tardiness is my wine, and I think is my wine, and I think that it's an interesting one because anyone who knows me, I'm not a, a late person at all, I'm, I'm, and I'm not incredibly early. I, I, I try to be on time. I think you were a little early today, Smidge, like maybe three minutes. Yeah, you beat Something me. Good. I was worried about being on time today. <laughs> That's oh, that. By the way, I was, I was, I walked in three minutes, but I was here probably about four minutes before that. It's the parking outside. situation because yeah, we told you you early. could use valet, and then it was all full. But you have to plan for those things certainly in a city. So that's yeah. the that's yeah. the other like probably backside of like being late is like why do people not plan for the the time that they have to be somewhere? It's right. Like, oh, there was traffic. It's like right. Well, that's part of planning it's, to be somewhere. Yeah. You, you don't get to go like oh well, there was things that slowed me down. <laughs> there was traffic in L.A. today. Yeah. What? There were other cars on the streets and people doing things. But yeah. I, I think there's an interesting psychology behind it in yeah. that why like why someone can't. Like a habitual tardy person is, does it start young at school and then you just carry through your whole life and then you can just never be at anything on time? <laughs> I don't know, but I definitely know people that I will tell an earlier time because I know I, it's yeah. I dated gonna... a girl. I dated a girl I had to lie to. Like, oh, we'd, like if the, like, dinner was at 7, I'd be like, it's at 6.30. Yeah. And that's a, that's a bad. That's, yeah. That, you know that relationship's doomed. <laughs> I have certain friends where, like, I know they're going to be late, and I know they're always late, so I just I build that into the time. Right. 
And then also when I'm going to something that they plan, I'm, I oh, always show yeah. up late because I, I know the they're friends, not going to be ready. I, I have the friends who I will put off going there because I will show up and they'll be like, just got out of the shower. And it's like, I don't want to sit in your living room and wait for you to get ready. No, mm-hmm. no. And that one, or the people that say like, uh, I'm, I'm almost there. And you're like, how much time do you think that means? Like, yeah. like is that 10 more minutes? Yeah. 15 minutes. And what's the appropriate grace period? Like when is someone <laughs> really oh, true? Over. Five? I think, yeah. I think, well, I, no, I think 15 minutes is someone's like, you know, grossly. Like, so late. It depends what it is. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like if you're, if it was a dinner, I think it's probably better, especially if it's a restaurant that doesn't seat you yeah. until your party's there. Yeah. But if it's like a, a like a house party, there's no real late time. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? If people come between a certain window, but but like an appointment, like if you're having a business meeting or something, I think 15 minutes is like. I mean, they we're, we're, nail it into actors' heads all the yeah. time. Don't be. It doesn't matter that yeah. you show up and then you're waiting for hours. Yeah. Um, <laughs> true, true. Well, so we can take uh, take a load off. Uh, we were thinking about, you know, people that are late, but you're happy when they came. So we wanted to get a wine that's kind of late to the party, a yep. new, newer up-and-coming wine region that's really uh, growing and making some good stuff now. So What is it? What is it? It's a Chenin Blanc from Mexico. Ooh. Ooh Mexico Chenin Blanc yeah. from Val de Guadalupe. But I knew you were going to say it. Yep. Oh. Cheers. Cheers. Salud. 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 Delicious. Wow. That's pretty good. Late to the party. Yeah. Always late, but worth the wait. May I see the label? Mm -hmm. Oh, please. It's a very pretty label. It's the Bodegas Henri Luton. Luton. Yeah. Uh, Have you been? I've never been, and I really want to go, and I'm trying to plan a trip to go. Can I go with you? No, I'd like to go. Let's do it. It's it's so close. Uh, You guys, this is where our spring break is actually going. We're all (laughs) going to... Easy to get to, a lot of I great like yeah. now hotels and restaurants and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I had some really good Nebbiolo from there. There's some really great stuff happening down there, and it's funny because it's like new to the party, I think, internationally. But there in Mexico, they've been making wine for right. a very, very, very long time. Yeah, I think they started with like the missions, probably. Mm-hmm. I have this somewhere in my notes. It's funny though to get back to your being late thing. Mm-hmm. I did some research on psychology today. Ooh. Today. <laughs> about why people are late. And? And it's funny because, which I thought was really interesting, is that people are habitually late because they're afraid of being early. Wow. So that people don't want to sit there waiting because they think it's like wasted time. So people are afraid of being early, so they're habitually late. Huh. In this age of iPhones, they, this yeah. no wasted time? And you if they always... get someplace early, they'll leave later the next time. Whoa. But, but don't you think that there's a better use of time to get somewhere and then, like, write an email or... Yeah. Or, but that's like, what they talk about. Call yeah. As opposed to... the To me, I actually get incredibly stressed if I'm running behind. I yeah. hate it. Yeah, it, exactly. it causes me an immense amount. Like, I hate it that much that if I get in the car... And it says it's going to be 30 minutes somewhere I need to be in 20 minutes. That that 10 minutes starts to really, like, grade on me. So yeah. I would much rather get there and then be like, oh, you know, I'm 10 minutes early. You know, I'm just going to sit in the car and, like, write an email. Yeah, I feel like especially yeah. in this day and age of, like, you can carry your office with you basically anywhere. Yeah. So I don't – I'm like, not a valid excuse. You're no waste of time. Or, or that you don't check the, how far it says the traffic. Right. Yeah. Ways or whatever. Yeah. But there's all these like modern things that that help you kind of like calculate your time and your timing. No, no Thomas Brothers guy. Uh-huh. No Thomas guy that we had when we first moved here. Oh God! An AOL dial-up. Oh. <laughs> we had Remember AOL that? dial-up, you guys, for a good two years. Yep. Yep. It was free. Was it? I think so. That's why we had it. I feel I like we like would get like in magazines there'd be like free fifteen the minutes. Yeah, yeah the, the, yeah, the but disc, you yeah. had to, It was such a pain. We're not dating ourselves at all here, guys. Oh, we're we're young spry people. Young spry. Um, this wine is so good. 
Did you do any research about how they make it? Oh, I probably did. Like, I did yeah, too. And I just was like, press. really Apollo flex tanks. It like yes. aged in some kind of uh, tanks with uh, porous polymers that line yeah. them. Hmm. Polyethylene, like this, like porous, like egg-looking tank. Yes, you've seen them before seen when you've them. done yep. like winery tours. Yep. They yep. have yep. them yep. in the corner, but this is what they do the Chenin Blanc with, and um, it's like this breathable sort of like high polymer that kind of acts like an oak barrel, but doesn't do any sort of like oak influence into it, uh, which was interesting. And it lets then it the, breathe without lets it breathe. Yeah, yeah. and it also it like has like good like cap condensation because they like egg up. So they have like a nice tight cap of, you know, across the top. Yeah. Um, sort of like punch downs and things like that. The uh, thing that I thought was interesting about this is it's like the it's owned by this guy who came over from uh, from Brain Cantonac. That's the like a second crew chateau in Margot mm-hmm. over in Bordeaux. So it's kind of like and he the the woman who's his winemaker, she also like went over there and worked for 10 years and in, in in Margot, which is like I don't know if, if you're a deuxième coup, that's a pretty fancy wine. Yeah, so I, I'm fancy. interested that they chose to do Chenin Blanc cuz that's not a wine you work with over in Bordeaux. <laughs> in Bordeaux. That's a good point. I never uh, thought about that. Let me see. But what it probably does names? really well in Val de Guadalupe, I would say. It must. Yeah, it must be the right, you know. Yeah, it grows well climate. down there. And then also the pneumatic press, which was so interesting. I got I went down like a rabbit hole. Bladder. Yeah, but it also like allows for for pressing with no oxygen because it has like an inert gas, cause, oh. so it doesn't prevent it prevents any sort of like early oxid oxidization of the wine before it's like or the juice before it can start to ferment, which is I guess really important. <laughs> I learned a lot about making wine, guys. I I did not research all these things that far. I'm I'm impressed. But it's weird because I was like, I know these things. I've seen these things a million times. Yeah. It's but an you embarrassingly don't think to about say, them. but I'm like, I don't know exactly how it works. So I kind of went down this weird rabbit hole of like, and what is, is this machine? Is also is part of uh, like certification. Do you have to learn any part of that process? Definitely, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the very the basics, I'd say, of like viticulture and vinification and and stuff like that. Like I definitely saw. Uh, illustrations of pneumatic presses but yeah. yeah it's not a part i think about as much but it's interesting when you do yeah yeah i, I think you learn like the basic fundamentals of how you get from point a to point b but there's you learn like, a lot about trimming <laughs> <laughs> yeah a lot about pruning a lot canopy, about canopy management and yeah. stuff like that and farming and all that kind of stuff but it's interesting that there's so many different ways you can do it even like this like egg thing the, the yeah. apollo thing like that's a like why would you know to use that because it has a way to like condense flavors or allow for breathing yeah, you learn, that you want. I don't know. You learn from the people who did it before you. Exactly. And that's how life goes. Yeah. It's a circle. Uh, may I compliment you on your crystal? Thank oh, you. Wow. I swear. These are, These are Ellen's grandmothers. Yeah. They're really, they, they're lovely. Thank yes, you. They're very I, special. <sighs> Only th- I've lived, it's almost a, sha- a chalice. Yeah. <laughs> These are totally chalice. our chalices. 49 people before you have sipped out of them. Great. Well, and not washed. <laughs> Titans Never, of yeah. industry. Not yeah, not washed. No, we Titans of industry, up. kings and queens, famous people. Yeah. Um, and all the all the diplomats that my grandma had for dinner yeah. in Texas. Yeah. Think about that. Is that where your family's so from? History. Uh, my grandparents, oh. yeah. yeah. I'm, you know, I'm from Oklahoma, so I'm very, from yeah. St. Louis, so you're, you're all yeah, nearby. All... We drove through on our way to Texas a lot. Just like Northern California is right by you guys, too. Yeah. It's the same thing because it's, so you know, close. it's really cool and we're also close. <laughs> Do you feel like you've noticed a difference in timeliness between uh, California people and Midwest people? Oh, that's interesting. I, I, I would say that people in, in, in Midwest are probably much more on time. 
I think right? I maybe think, I think California is a little more relaxed, yeah. and there there is more factors that could contribute, true, like traffic. True. Or I was just saying to somebody, I was explaining, they were asking when I just got back from Oklahoma, and I said, in Oklahoma, it's weird. Probably in, in, in Texas and all the Midwest, everything's a square mile, and so oh, yeah. you know how long it will take you to get somewhere because if it's fifteen miles, it's fifteen minutes. Yeah, so everything's very even mm-hmm. and easy to figure out, as opposed to here that is clearly not <laughs> the you, case. No. Two hours ago, yeah. eight miles. Depending on the day. Oh yeah. God, I had to take my dad to the airport today, and that oh. was I was it was around uh, ten o'clock in the morning, and I was like, well, this is the. He's like, is this going to take up half your day? And I'm like, no, nah, this is the per- between ten and two is usually the sweet spot. But is it bad that I now There's- send a car to get my mother from the airport? <laughs> oh, no. if it's a bad time of day, they take the yeah. fly oh, it makes away. More sense. Yeah, I'm gonna think it really yeah, does. Like take an Uber. Or, yeah, yeah. There's a picking you up, or just yeah. take something from there. Yeah. It's silly to go all the way there and then well, come back. Well, for the person doing it, it's yeah. hours. Yeah. It no, works best for both people. Um, uh, I have to say, he offered to take the flyway, which he did when he arrived, because he arrived during rush hour, for yeah. sure. So, yeah. No, I, they don't. I, I volunteered. I just felt like I... This is my dad. I need to take him and make sure he gets safely to yeah. I, <laughs> I took the subway back once. I think I saw you when I was oh. walking home. You, you, you like talked to me. You're like, what are you doing? Yeah, so you have to go you have to go to Union Station. Fly and away to Union Station to a train. I did that once. It was No, not even fly away. It's oh. it's the um it's like the green line. That goes all the way to the airport yeah. now? What isn't that what they're adding? No, they're no, building. no. No, it, like like right now you can and it really? I just yeah. There's a, bu- a free bus picks you up, and they pick me up within two minutes. Wow! Took Whoa. me took me to a station just r- like probably like you know three minutes. Where do away. you catch the Green Line though? It, Is um, this so good for people? We are so Californians. Yeah. <laughs> California like route, yeah. but um, no, it, it takes you right to the to the stop right there. Ah. It's LAX stop. But I have always hated that that a lot of other cities, Chicago or you know New York, of course, but they have the the metros like that take you right there. Right there. Well, that's Oakland's, what the new ones. Oakland yeah. is right now. Oh um, right, yeah. You know, it goes all the way, and I don't Chicago's know why. They, so yeah, we, good. Sure, yeah, the yeah. blue line. Yeah. Uh, but that's what they're building now. It's going to go right to the right. airport. But this is very close, and it took me an hour and a half to get home. Oh, and it wasn't that bad because, it, like, like the one hundred and five was stopped because there was an accident. Yeah. So I'm like, it would have taken that's me probably about what it would have taken. two hours. It's it's the one it's you can see intense. on the one hundred and five, right? Yeah, yeah, it's that's that one. Enough. Yeah. So it, it, you you take the one hundred and five, and then you transfer on the whatever blue line, you mm-hmm. go up, and then you take the red line back. I just felt very cosmopolitan. I was like, wow, for a dollar fifty I got home from yeah, the airport a, in an hour and a half. Yeah. Not that bad. But no. I don't think I would and you do it going. And you weren't there. late. And I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't late. I wasn't late for anything. I, I had ten. the I had the whole day to get there. Yeah. Whole day to get home. It's funny because I was looking at other like quotes about being late and stuff. And this was uh, Benjamin Franklin's quote, you know, like early to bed, early to rise. Mm-hmm. So there's like that school of thought. Yes. And then um, there's a quote from uh, FDR, Franklin Roosevelt, that was like, I think we consider too much the good luck of the early bird and not the bad luck of the early worm. Ooh. Which I thought was very funny. And that great. is. It's good. Because, I mean, as you know, a night owl, I got to agree with that. Right? <laughs> Are you a night owl? Yeah. What, like, tell how late? Oh, God. I'll Sometimes, if I if I can, I'll get into total nocturnal, like, up till four and sleep until noon time. I, I've been, it, it's good when I have visitors from out of town. I'm like, gets me up earlier than yeah. I, I would normally. I got up at, set, like, 7.30 today. Well, it's because Ellen's, Ellen's a goth. Yeah. yeah no yeah. no light for me. <laughs> yeah. She's, travel. She's travel by I, night. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Can't <laughs> yeah. Sunlight yeah. kills me. She's she's Wesley Snipes. What time do you wake up? What time do I wake up? Yeah. Um I wake up at between seven and eight. Yeah. Um depend if I work the night before, I try to sleep in till like nine. 
9.30, just because I find that if I don't get enough sleep, then it affects me and I, I'm more like apt to like getting sense. sick or something. Yeah. I've tried to like burn the candle at both ends and it never works out because oh, I, need I inevitably get hours. sick or I can't think and then I end up wasting more time anyway, not being able to do everything I need to do. When did you get up pre-kid and when did you get up uh, yeah, post-kid? <laughs> I think I've I've always been a pretty early, you know, I mean, but m- much closer to like the 7, 7.30. And now this morning I got up at 5. Is that hard with running bars? That are- uh, yeah. So, I mean, early on it was, I mean, I, I can run on very little sleep. I'm oh, one of, you're one of those lucky. people, yeah, oh. uh, that I, I, but it, it wasn't always that way. Like in college, I wasn't right. that way. I just, it started. I think when I started to open restaurants, it was out of necessity. So it would be like, I haven't gone to bed till late, but then I have so much to do tomorrow that I have to get up. So you can train your body a little bit to yeah. get more used to it, but then nothing <clears throat> nothing does it quite like kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. kids will force uh, you to be up. I have a four-month-old for anyone who is listening that doesn't know that. So we just did sleep training last week. And yeah. Wow. Yeah, so. Everybody sleep in, training? All the fans in Sweden, um, on Spain, yeah. Russia. China, uh, sleep training. You know what that is? No, no. It's brutal. I know nothing about it's children. Brutal. Well, in short, I mean, there's a lot of uh, schools of thought on it, but it's uh, it's teaching your your baby that they can sleep the night without feedings, and so you're stretching that out. So what you you start with like a dream feed, which is at like ten thirty or eleven, something like that, and then that pushes them. All the way till you try to get them to go from like six to six or seven to seven. So it's gotcha. a twelve hour. Oh. You want them to sleep for twelve hours. Wow, I want to be a baby. <laughs> I will <laughs> but, do sleep training off. But they easy. wake up in the middle of the night. And they, they do. Oh, crying. And they scream. Oh, and they scream for so you have to hours. like. Oh god! So then you. Or they can. I mean, tough love, man. It is. It is. It's hard. It's very hard. But they they say it's harder for the parent than it is for the child. What's the yeah. longest that he screams for? Uh, well, it's over now. But the, he 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 went. I mean, it wouldn't. They take breaks, but an hour, like, pretty nonstop, and yeah. then they kind of pass out of exhaustion. <laughs> and But I've heard story, you know, I've heard all kinds. Yeah. You know, that they cry all night long. Or I was just talking we to someone looking. who said they're not doing it. Mm. And I'm like, Ugh. Like I said, there's like, I every, I everybody idea. has a different no. approach, but I do think that for my friends that didn't, they regret it in that you're, a, a child is not going to naturally learn that they can do that unless you teach them. So yeah. then you end up sleeping with your, you know, your or your baby ended up sleeping with you, um, which yeah. is, you know. Which is fine if that's how you want to do it. Um, but I just I just feel like most people I know have done that. And it's yeah. like, why? But but it's also our parents didn't do it. Really? Yeah. I, I, I know my mother didn't. My parents knew that they'd close the door. <laughs> I don't know how, like, the, the, the methodology, I don't know how recent it is. Yeah. Oh. But I don't think it was, I don't think it was around. Maybe not, yeah. yeah. They just I think you just, like, let, you just, I don't know, maybe let kids scream or something. <laughs> I don't remember. I do know that, like, once I got old enough that I could climb out of my bed and do things, my parents knew that they were going to, like, read me a story, turn the lights off, close the door, and they knew I was going to, like, get up and play for, like, two more hours because insomniac even then. But, wow. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, yeah. No, I, can sleep. I, sleep. I think I was pretty good, though. I don't know. Huh. I'm sleep so I need, like, I'm more like a five or six. Like, I, I can I can, I can, can do it. Like, last night was five and a half. Oh, jeez. No, I am not. I have to have a nap. I just literally just shut down. I can't function. I will not be good at anything I'm trying to do. I would take. I, I there was a time for sure that I would take. I try to take naps, not since oh, I a baby, naps. but yeah, I, I love a good nap. Yeah. yeah, I love a good. Well, like meditation actually has been like my nap now. Yeah. I'll just meditate for twenty minutes in the See, afternoon. See, my if I try and do my afternoon session and I need a nap, I will 
end up just having to lie down and go to sleep. Really? Yeah. yeah. I pretty much fall asleep sitting up. Oh, nice. Like my neck is all like, like collapsed dummy. <laughs> I tried it. I tried. I I wish I could get into meditation. Yeah. yeah. I did it for a little yeah. bit. But we did it together. We did yes, the we did. thing with, oh, with Taya. Yeah. You, you yeah. did the TM too? I did. It, it didn't I, stick? You did it. It didn't. Because uh, it's the one type of meditation I've been able to stick with. Really? Yeah. yeah I, like I, I crave it if I don't get it. I liked it. I, I really wanted to, and just, I felt like I had. A, I have a crazy, busy mind, and, and then it was, it's hard. It's really it hard is, sometimes. You got you to teach it. You know, teach your body, mm. your brain to yeah. go there. And I, I'm active. But to me, I never was able to nap. Like, I hated taking naps because oh, I, I would naps. just be like, Ugh, I don't even I'm need so to fall groggy. asleep. I just need to like still my body. Yeah, you know, close your eyes for a little yeah. sometimes. Watch some Sports Center. That's you know, yeah, that's basically just, what it is. I watch basically mind. I watch PTI. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, wait, do you have a baseball team? I don't. I mean, Dodgers, because I live in oh, L.A. Okay. now. Gotcha. But <laughs> I was like trying to think if there's an Oklahoma. Dodgers. Oklahoma, when I grew up, Oklahoma didn't have any sports teams. Okay. So now they have the Thunder, which okay. they borrowed from Seattle. Um, Is that that's a the polite way to put borrow. it? Football? That no, that's basketball. basketball. Okay, I was going to say, so, that so, doesn't sound like baseball. <laughs> no, so there, there is no, but the sold out farm all the time. team for the L.A. Dodgers is in Oklahoma City. Oh. So it is the Oklahoma City Dodgers. That's cool. That, yeah, but that's only recently. That's only like a couple years. That's three, cool. Three years. So now you can like yeah, they make little Dodger hats that are that say OKC. OKC on them. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll bring, I'll bring you one. Bring me one. Is that also conveniently located to Bar Abalada? It is right there downtown. Yeah. Uh huh. We're in downtown Oklahoma City. So exciting. It is. I know. Oh, you gotta go. make a trip out I there know. and check it out. Well, on the way to uh, Baja for our, our wine spring yeah. break, we'll stop. Do a little in, detour. We'll yep. do a major yeah. detour. A little bit, right? Just a little bit. No, I mean the center of the country doesn't really exist. It's, yes, it's yeah. pretty much <laughs> coast to coast. There's not much in between. No, that's sorry. What many people I'm would have you making believe. fun of yeah. the not perspective. True. A lot of people. <laughs> do you want to play a little? What's in the glass? Ooh, let's quick? play. What's in the glass? Ooh. Think right. a little bit more about what we're about what we're experiencing here. Okay. Putting in our mouths, or we take a look. It's very, uh, very golden. I was going to exactly what you took the word out of my mouth. Golden. It almost right? like I'd look yep. at it and be like, "Is there a little oxidation going on?" But yeah, I don't, this is... there isn't. I don't think. Well, maybe. I mean, it had the know. pneumatic. And this is like the court way of going through and kind of like blind tasting wine. This is mm-hmm. the way they teach you to do it. You know, you examine, stare at it, stare they're, at it. They're yeah. staring. Yeah, we're longingly. just staring longingly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't see the tears worth a. Can't see your tears worth a with the salt, and then you take a smell. Hmm. I get like a peachy thing. Or like more like dried apricot or something. Yeah, dried apple. I don't know. Something a little floral on it. Like, yeah, I'll give you floral, Alan. Yeah, a little honey. A little honey. I was going to say honey. That was honey, my... Yeah. Honey, yeah. Honey. Honey. Which is pretty typical of Shannon, I think. So we're, yeah, right. we're on the right track. We yeah. get this in a blind tasting. We know exactly where the vineyard oh. in Mexico came from. I was actually totally afraid this wine was going to be just really big and flabby. Weren't yeah. you? Um, yeah, I was, especially because I, I got it at um, um, K&L and like, I walked in and was like, so I need some... Well, first we were looking for Canadian wine because another sort of like growing newer um, to the region. But uh, yeah, so then we ended up they like no one had Canadian wine. So, but the guy was like, "Oh, and they're making the wines there uh, a lot like a lot less acid because because mm-hmm. they that's the way they like it down there." And I'm like, "Well, also the climate maybe, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that too. This has pretty low low acidity. Yeah, for Shannon. Yeah, K and L is that your is that your wine go to? I don't have a wine go to yeah. when I'm worried about something that might be a little harder to find. I go there. Do you lot of, do you shop online? Yes. Yeah. 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 She's a part of a couple of different like mailings. Yeah. Oh, just a couple. Just Dutcher and Dragonette are my two favorite, the ones I'm a member of. But what about the garage guy? The one who. Oh, in the garage, yeah. that's like once a year you have accumulated 
things that they send out deals on daily and it sort of skips importer fees and like oh. once a, once a year they allow you to get your wine shipped to you if the weather's right and, oh. and but they have like amazing obscure things that yeah and then I realized I, I always would order just like one thing and then I could never find it again so then I was like maybe I should get two of this bottle <laughs> yeah that's where I source a lot of wine and Gallo sends me so many things and now that she's delectable she's all getting free stuff We'll see. Yeah. You're like a tastemaker? They like send you stuff? I mean, Delectable has Gallo sends me stuff. It's because I used to write for a website. Uh, and now I write for another website. But um, yeah, I, I would I get surprise boxes of things that sometimes are great and sometimes not so great. But Gallo owns like everything. Like stuff you didn't even know they owned. You're like, oh, they own them. Mm-hmm. Nobody sends me anything. I know. They I was gonna, like, no one sends me anything. I, I own a lot of no. bars and restaurants. You and ought to be. They should be sending you stuff. Okay. Caners in Australia and Portugal every well, uh, other week, and I, I get nothing. You should be getting Kaner so much. All the- <laughs> I'm like the person the who, of all it. the people, shouldn't be. Well, now I should, but no. Uh, don't listen to that. You keep sending me free wine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just send me what you're sending her. Yeah, there you go, everybody. Yeah, I mean, it might make it into his bars. and. That's right. That's right. He lives at... Just send it to Covell. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Just send it to Covell. Just send it to Covell, guys. Yeah, at some point I should look into a mailing address. I'm like, every wine publicist on earth knows where I live. But- yeah, I, I yeah, I literally use Covell for my yeah. permanent mailing address. It's a good idea. Yep. Yeah. So speaking of tasting it, what do we taste? <laughs> we were in the middle of what's in the glass. All right. Oh, I, I'm definitely tasting like that honey. I'm mm-hmm. definitely tasting that peach. Um, there's like, I would say... Uh, it, it has some minerality to it. it like, yeah, on, on, totally. A little limestone. Yeah. little limestone, yeah. But I, I, I think the acidity is like medium minus. Right? I, I'd put it like medium. It's, I mean, Chenin Blanc's usually so high acid. Yeah, it's right. just, it feels it's so, low for that. Yeah, it, it doesn't feel entirely flabby. I, I'm someone who loves a high acid wine, but I don't find this one offensively low. Mm-mm. Alcohol level, do we want to guess? I like forbade myself from looking at the bottle. Just I think 11... I'm going to go 13.5. Oh, you think it's higher? Say 11. I think it's lower. I'm going to go 11. Point. I'm going to go 12. You're going to go 12? Yeah. What do we got? What do we got? Drummel. Who won? Who won? Who won? Who won the, won? Won? Who won the alcohol contest? Where is it? I think it's covered oh, up. Oh, good question. Uh, well, now you Ah, uh, 12.8. Oh, shit. Alan got well, wait, closest. You, what did you say? 13.5? Oh, you said 12? You and I tied. Yeah, we tied. Okay. No, is this Fine. price of right Fine. rules? You can't, you, it's, oh, you can't go, oh, go over. You can't go over. Oh, you could have said $1 and you win? Yes. $1. That's the rules. Sorry, that's the rules on the wine podcast, guys. shit. So close this time <laughs> is there phenolic bitterness do we taste phenolic bitterness i'm oh. always so excited if i actually taste phenolic bitterness. i don't know what that tastes like what are we looking for in phenolic bitterness, bitterness on the back of your tongue mm, not, no not really what does phenolic mean that's i comes from the phen- this is the thing that when we took the court master's uh intro and someone phenolic was like with a ph yeah and yep. someone's like explain phenolic bitterness and they didn't really have an answer so much as these are wines that usually show it chin and blanc's amongst those mm. really Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I thought it was mostly Sauvignon Blanc. What? I, did, I went Sauvignon to a tasting Blanc. the other day, and it was like a lot of Sauvignon Blanc kind of phenolic bitterness. Oh. Without, like, I think. That wasn't on there. Normally, it's or like aromatic know. grapes, oh, like Albarino and 
Pinot Gris and Wurzdemeiner and Muscat and Tarante. So that's what they said. I'm confusing phenolic bitterness with uh, Pyrazines. Oh, Pyrazines, yeah. Pyrazines, that's right. I always think of the Pyrazine. Pyrenees? Pyrenees. (laughs) Yeah, the Pyrenees Mountains. This wine, uh, if we had wine from Spain, then it could taste like the Pyrenees. (laughs) This Tempranillo, so Pyrenee. So Uh, Pyrenee. Yeah, I don't get a lot of bitterness on this wine. Really, the honey notes are like the strongest... Yeah. Yeah. What would we agreed? What would we eat with this? I, I I'd like some cheese. Yeah. I'd like a goat. I cheese? feel like a cheese yeah. pizza would be Ooh. really good. Like a white pizza yeah. would with some time on it. Yeah. That would be really good with this. Cheesy white. That'd be tasty. A nice salad, like a goat cheese, like you know, crudite. You know what else it would be? I would like um, something hot, spicy. Like, mm. like it could really the, the sweetness and yeah. it kind of like, like I feel like it might be good with food or Indian something? food mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. Thai food mm-hmm. Thai spicy food thai yeah. spicy Thai mm. getting hungry guys I am hungry <laughs> I know that's the problem with what's in a glass makes you hungry okay what do we make of the finish just going through all the steps all oh, right it falls off a little bit oh but the it's got a nice acid burn at the end of it yeah. Which I, I was kind of confusing for higher alcohol. That may be. Hmm. I don't know. Sometimes it's hard to tell. Hmm. Hmm. Does it matter really? Probably not. But no, you know. I really, I really like like that honey. Really does just yeah. kind of kind of coat, and then there's like a subtle. But nothing lingers too much. No. Thinking of like this little appetizer plate I had that was like uh, sliced pears with some honey drizzled on top and some some uh, walnuts that was really good. And now I'm thinking that would be really good with this wine. Oh yeah. Some blue cheese. I don't, need, I don't need enough pear in life. Yeah, no. I, should, I, I don't normally pear like pears. I diet. rarely like them, but sometimes one will hit me just right. Pick up yeah. some pears, guys. Get some pears, you guys. Yeah. How pears. many kinds of pears are there? Oh, lots. So Asian many. pear, California pear, Bosque, Bartlett, Bosque Bartlett oh. pear. Goodness uh, gracious. Yeah. Is there a pear season? Miniature pear, yes. I think autumn, probably. Uh, I would say autumn. So I, would, the, I would think it would be aligned with... The poem season, apples and pears. Uh, yeah, I would think it would be aligned with like the apple uh, season. Mm-hmm. Autumn, mm-hmm. winter. Yeah. yeah. Have, you, have you guys ever gone apple picking? Yes. No. You can do it right around, right around <laughs> in LA. Right, right in these what? parts? What? Right in these Where? parts. Where? Like out the 126. Those people Ukaipa, that have little farms in the... On the way to um, Palm Springs, where oh, Becky lives. Yeah. Where yeah. Becky lives. Yeah, you go way up in the mountains, and there's like all these apple farms, wow. and you can walk around and pick apples your own apples. Apples are probably like one of my favorite fun. foods. Like I love yeah. a good apple. Yeah. Are you a cider person? Um, I don't drink it a whole lot, but I like it. Cider drink? I just, I like the crisp, I like crunching into things. So. I like a crispy crunch. A crispy crunch. Love a crispy crunch. Yeah. What about Captain Crunch? That too, excellent. No. But that an apple flavored Captain Crunch, I'd have to say no to. Ooh, mm. Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks. Yeah. Not as much. Like I mean, I like sugary things, but I I don't like apple flavored things. So. Kicks. <laughs> sure. Oh, this is like Quiz Ellen on cereal day. I mean, a lot of times I just eat There's, bran flakes at home. Love a yeah, good bran yeah, flake. Yeah, I, I don't eat the sugary cereals anymore. But <sighs> I, I was a, I was cinnamon, a toast cinnamon toast crunch. Yes. Uh, a cinnamon toast crunch is the best. Yeah. I'm gonna say. I like frosted mini wheats. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know they're not vegetarian. It's sad. Oh really? They what? have gelatin in them. Oh, it's so distressing. When I found that out, I was very up because that was back before anyone cared what was in things. Yeah, yeah. they didn't market. They're like, <laughs> yeah, it's got things in it. Eat it. Um, Fruit Loops. It's also like before organic. Like organic just didn't exist. It just was bananas and yep. fruit and pears. Always like Honey Nut Cheerios. Oh, oh fuck yeah. yeah. Still Even regular cher- Cheerios. Yeah. I bought some regular Cheerios recently. Uh, and I, I was, don't like those. Oh, I... <laughs> you gotta have the honey. Yeah, I mean, 
so a bowl of that, like top with it with this wine. wine. Actually, that would probably this could be replace it. Yeah, that could yeah. be kind of good. <laughs> Enough of the honey for it. Pour some Chenin Blanc in a bowl of Cheerios. You know, I would try that. <laughs> I was one time it. making crumpets for my friends, and they <laughs> opened up some champagne, and just like the yeast and the crumpet dough while it was rising, just so paralleled the toasty yeast notes of the champagne that I was like, you guys, I'm really sorry, but I have to do this. And I was like, I need to put a little bit of the dough in a glass and pour some champagne in. And I was like, it is an idea. How does one make a crumpet? A crumpet? Yes. You it, make a yeasted dough and then you cook it on a, I mean, almost like a English muffin, but yes. you don't turn it and Got then you toast it. Yeah. You only cook it on one side on a skillet. I oh. love a good crumpet. They're really easy to make. They're of the yeasted do they, reds. Do they have the big holes? Do you let yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Do you let it rise for a bit or no? Yeah, yeah. You make a dough, you let it rise, you cook it on a skillet, and then you toast it in the Are toaster. you a baker or a cook? I'm a baker. It's a baker. She made a delicious savory pie. Oh. It was good times. It was very good. It was like well, a potato cheese pie. I got to have good. more pie parties again. I'll invite you next good. time. Yeah, it's very good. It's going to we'll, happen. And we'll have this wine. And we'll have this wine. Perfect. With mushroom savory pie. And I won't be late. Don't be late. <laughs> Don't be late. Um, were your I, I feel like sometimes either people are raised with parents that were always late, so they're absolutely not like I used to drive me crazy if I before I could drive if if no. my parents were late. That my extra pe- made me always want to be on time. No, my penny, my mother is punctual is, ah, so you got it for uh, oh yeah but but, but she's like kind of ridiculously early oh yeah to everything like solid two hours to the airport oh shit you know, always stuff like that i went through a phase with dance class where i always really had to be like an hour early to i, I don't know why it was just like compulsive no. i i to start or something yeah I, I don't even i don't even i don't have an obsession with it i just more care about people who are always late like you know what i mean like i don't ever gotcha. worry yeah. like about like if i'm gonna be on time yeah. it's just more where I, if you meet people and i'm like God, this is like the third time you've been late. I had an yeah. things, and I like ex who was weird. terribly, terribly late all the time, and um, and I asked him about it, and he's like, "I'm just overcommitted," and I just wanted to be like, "So just say no." But I think he felt like he could never say no to people, so he was always like burning the candle at a million ends, or feeling like he he's like, "Oh well, I was about to," lose. I, I don't know, but he's an ex, so <laughs> that didn't work out. Ex, ex, but, but it's also about planning, right? Like I, I feel yeah. like as, yeah. as someone who's busy. No, I, I, don't, I, don't, think he, like, I th- don't think he did. I think he said yeah. yes to five million things and didn't plan and just was always late. And it was very annoying. But I also, at least for a while, put up with, learn to deal with it. But yeah, it's like plan, people. Plan. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think it is kind of like learn, too. Like, like my mother was always really late to think. Like mm. we're always were late growing up. We we're always rushing to get to church. Did it embarrass you? Yeah, it yeah. did. Yeah. And that, but like we were always we were always late. And I don't think I wouldn't call myself on time. I wouldn't call myself on early necessarily even on time. But I'm a solid five or ten minutes. Like you're, pretty you're much. You're predictable. Like five I mean, or ten minutes. Most of the time. You're, you're five to minutes late. Late. Yeah. 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 I'm I, definitely. I, don't I think I, I've noticed that about you. I mean, I think off. I mean, like not all the time, but like if I am going to be late, it's like five or ten minutes huh. for like a commercial audition. I'm usually five or ten. Oh, minutes. Oh really? Yeah. Oh my god! And you get away with that? I'm You're so not impressed. It's a window. Yes. <laughs> oh, if they give you a window, sure. But still, I mean, like it's ten thirty-one. I'm like, it's a. I mean, and that's usually because. I just want to believe that it's not going to take me an hour and a half to get to Santa Monica, so I leave with an hour and 15 minutes, and then inevitably I'm like, I just don't want to live in a world where that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Alas. Alas, this is the world we live in. Alas, it's true. It's true. Um, Do you want to play a little bit of a lightning round? Lightning round. Lightning. And then the... 
drink. <laughs> drink. That's our, our drinking game. Our every drinking every game time he does the whip oh, noise. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. Drink again. I will. That's how you get rid of the glass. Ellen, you want to go first? Or oh, go sure. First? This is uh, a, a question you can't really get uh, wrong. Oh. But what is the oh, best? Well, I'll try. Oh, <laughs> no. watch me. What is the best bar um, for like for wine or not or both uh, in LA not owned by you or Ooh. or one of your compatriots like one of your people who you co-own something else with? Oh, that's that that makes it extra complicated because you have a lot of co-owners. On y- y- yeah, so yeah, not a Matthew yeah. Kaner, not a Dave. Yeah, I'm- okay. Um, I would say the. Um, I know what my favorite not you bar is. Not you are wine for wine for purposes. Wine. For wine, um, I like Tabula Rasa. Oh, so good. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that. Oh, I forgot about the, that one. Shoot. Yeah, we'll see. It's hard I, to pick one. It is. One. It is hard. Um, but it's hard to know what you actually own and don't. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 gosh, it's so hard because I don't know where else I. I mean, that I set out to go like yeah. have wine at like a wine bar that often. Um, um, but that that's more probably the most recent place I've Bar been. Barbricks versus Mignon. You don't own one of those. No, I do not. If you Mm-mm. had to pick one of them. Uh, you know, I spent so many. Barbricks was like I yeah. lived we, so close to us. I spent so many years at Barbricks. But, and also. And they do have good fries. <laughs> yeah. I would, uh, Barbricks. I'll go with Barbricks. Okay. Yeah. All sure. right. What about in the U.S. of A. or the world? Do you have a favorite bar, out, like in whether in Oklahoma or when on your travels, someplace you've gone that you're like, I wish well, we had know, this you, in L.A. You, you like, I'm going to make this in L.A. <laughs> you know what's interesting about other other cities in America or other states, I guess I should say, is that they don't often differentiate between types of alcohol licenses. Oh. So, oh. for instance, in Oklahoma, the original concept was to do a wine bar, like a very heavy influence. But when you go to get a license, you have to get a full liquor license. So you're like, might as well. Yes. And so I think that that is what you find to be. That's why there's not a lot of bars across mm-hmm. the country that are just specifically wine bars. Even yeah. New York is like that too, right? St. Louis, I think maybe. Well, we had a difference between licenses of times, how late they, but there were, there are a lot of wine bars. In just St. wine Louis. bars? Really? Yeah. Yeah. At least a couple. Although maybe they start, I don't know. But yeah, it just became a sort of pointless thing to be like, well, we're, we could have, we could serve full liquor, but we're only going to serve wine. That That's weird. Yeah. But we have a, a strong wine list um, at Arbolata, but in the in the U.S., I'm trying to think of where I. You know what? I went to the last time I was in New York. Uh, I went to a really great wine bar called uh, Aldo Sam. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. I've I've ordered like wine glasses from him because he had yeah. deals where the shipping was free I, from his online store. Yeah, it, it was great. I, I, that was one uh, a phenomenal, a phenomenal. His name uh, sounds so much like he's a Psalm, even though it's yeah. spelled S O H M. I, I actually thought it was some play on being on a sommelier <laughs> until I found out. Oh, that's actually his name. That's just his name. Oh, I drink fabulous wine there. That was the last. Time. Ooh. So we're flying to New York, doing that, going yeah. road trip down through Oklahoma, and then down, down to, to Baja. Baja. Yeah, <laughs> Done. circle arrest, just big circle. Well, there's Ten Bells too. Ten Bells, which is good. great yep. in New York, and then what is it? Uh, James Murphy's new bar. Oh, new you know what? Bar, I, you know what the, I'm sorry. Too. You know where other wine bar I really like is the Ordinaire in uh, Berkeley. Oh, I've never been. Yeah. Good. I never get out of LA. We'll have to go there. I'm going to be up there next week. Oh yeah, go yeah. go go. For Incidentally, sure. our lightning round is kind no of like out. the questions strike and then the thunder rolls for a long time. Yeah, so. really and the thunder rolls. That's our next explanation. And Sometimes someone makes fun strike. of us for what? how a lot of our guests will be like, "What kind of lightning round is this? You go on forever and oh, yeah. so this is our, our the <laughs> question some... strikes and the thunder just rolls." I like it. And I'll sing some Garth Brooks. And you sing some Garth Brooks. Oh, oh. How many how many Garth Brooks songs? 
Do You Know? I think I know that that album because my dad did listen to it a lot. No Fences? Yeah, No Fences. It's great. Another Have you seen him play? Uh, yeah. He's what? a he's, he's a Okie. Yeah. Oh, you saw him in Oklahoma. I want to. Yeah, I would love man. to go see him play. Everybody's fucking great. He's uh he is headlining uh, Co- uh not Coachella. What's, not Coachella. The, what's the <laughs> the stagecoach? Stagecoach. I'm yeah. like Sandlot. I'm like the Sandlot. <laughs> I would go to that. I yeah. would actually go to that. That's right now or next week. Yeah, it's right after this. Yeah. Right after Let's go. Let's we'll add it, add add it to, our to our itinerary. This guys, is a dream trip. We're going to buy an we're, RV and yeah. we're going to hit the road and do a tour. I mean, I feel like this would be a Instagram account just waiting to, you know, get us many lucrative deals. Yeah. Sponsors yeah, out there? Sponsors, sponsors. That's, yeah. This lightning is so slow. This lightning um, is so Fire away. Uh, next question lightning. is, uh, Mexico is home to the oldest winery in the new world. Casa Wait. Madero. Which was established in what year? Wow! In the New World, so in the New World, thinking back like to like Christopher Columbus yep, uh-huh. time. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go somewhere in the 1600s. So close. <laughs> 1500s. Yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh. That's great. Almost. Oh, you, I have to go all the way back to Christopher Columbus? 1400s? No, 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 oh, okay. no. 15. Yeah. Early 15s? No. 1564. Ooh, great solid guess. Um, but a uh, no. little 15. Closer to 60. Fifth, right so, I was, so you made a face when I said 1600s and wow. you were like, wow. so I thought you were going to go like. Oh, so close. 94. 98. 97. Wait, wait. So I said 1600. Yeah. And, and I, I was three I had, years and off. I had a meltdown. Yeah, I was three years off. <laughs> and and you went like, ape shit. So yeah. Because I thought, no, you're already in the wrong yeah. century. I could I could have stopped at 1600 and been three years off. Probably better. Yeah. Yeah. But it was about getting the exact number. You know, like you start with the beginning. It. It's like win, lose, or draw. I was acting out the whole word. So 1597. 1597. Isn't that crazy? That's old as shit. That's old motherfucking wine. Yeah. But yeah, it wasn't until recently that it started being. Have a drop more. Oh, thank you. Have a splash. Have a drop more. Ellen, do you want to go again or should I just double down? Uh, Double down because, like, you took one of my questions. (laughs) And I mean, I could answer some questions about some random on the spot questions about Bordeaux. You got questions up your your sleeves that you're not wearing. Uh, What are the other Premier and Duzium crew and Margot? This is an annoying, like, Corey, he's like, Justin's, Justin's, Justin's like, fuck you. His eyes just got twice the size. What, what are the what? Uh, the other hubba, hubba, hubba? Pr- first pr- premier crew and and Duzium crew, second crew. Because this was the, the owner of this and the yes. woman there, they they worked at a Duzium uh, second crew mm-hmm. uh, chateau in Bordeaux. And Madoc? Yes, in the left bank. Okay. I mean, you could get a, go over to Paul Morel and uh, San Emiliano and name some other Grand Cruz if you wanted. No, no, I'll leave that to you. I uh, know. These are just questions that don't matter that people can look up that uh, yeah, I no. memorize. In, in light, I like to pass tests. Yeah, I, uh, I well, would like in, to know. Tell me five. In Margot. Oh, okay. Uh, mm. Oh, shit. <laughs> Practicing for when I become a master some. Uh, well, let's see. In Margot, there's Rosan Segla. I may be pronouncing this song. Uh, Rosan Gassi, Lascombe, Bring Cantillac, uh, Ducru. Wait, no. Dufour Viva. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm picturing all my things on my wall you saw. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, th- those are the Margot ones. That was five. How many are there total? This is different Duzium than the crew? class. Like, this is different than the 1885 or whatever. The, the 1855, 1855, yeah. The, the Napoleon, like, basically what's the most expensive. Well, there's five premier crew. There's Margot, um, Oprion, 
down the only one like not up in the open dot there is uh Mouton Rothschild uh Latour mm-hmm. and Lafitte Rothschild, Lafitte Rothschild yeah. Yeah. those are the five premier I That's get really it. nervous when I have to just rattle those off without That's a lot of facts. Yeah, without writing them down. Well, let me save you with my next lightning round question. Yeah, lightning round. Um, what are the three main grape varietals for Guadeloupe Valley? That was another one of my questions. Thank really? God. Yeah, we're so attuned. So three main red I, grape varietals. I was going to say is I was going to say maybe it's something like Bordeaux. <laughs> Uh, similar to what's in the three uh, that are in Bordeaux? One of them. One of them. Uh, would bank. that be... The, the biggest left bank. Cab Franc? Uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. Sauvignon. Is one Cab of them. Sauf. Cab One Sauf. of them I named at the very beginning because I said, oh, I drank a good blah, blah, blah. Mourvedre? Um, no. It's, it's, Which a, be our it's a Piedmont. Piedmont grape. Piedmont grape. Piedmont grape. Barolo Babresco. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I'm going to Italy this summer. By oh, the my way. God. When? Yes. Uh, August 11th. Oh, fun. Oh. Oh August 11th. I'll be, uh, but we're going to Lake Como. Oh, ah. fun. I've been there. Ooh. Have you? Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. I'll take some Rex. Oh. Yeah, it's Some Rex and uh, effects. And we got to talk about Alta Adige then, too. Ooh. Yes. you got to go. It's How far is it? Close. Really? Oh, damn. Yeah. You can go, drive there and probably like a couple hours. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm going to drink some good wine. Yeah. yeah Alta is insane. I just went to a huge tasting. I know. It was I so meant, fun. I, we have to gossip about that later. I we want will. to hear more. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, they come as beautiful. We just walk around and eat gelato all day. It's great. Oh, God. When I, Taking the kids. Yep. You know, get, a, get, uh, a, get a boat. It's huge, the lake. I know. That's what everyone says. It's like you got to go other side to side and see all of them. That's where that's like one of the only places I've been to in Italy. I've, like I've, I've, never, been, I've never been to Italy. I've been yeah. all over it, but I was nine, so I ate a lot of gelato. Though pretty much every day, at least once a day, we were stopping somewhere. People on the train, people would poke their heads in the car and be like, "Gelato," and we're like, "Yes." <laughs> so gelato, just like, like it's going to be so good. Mm. I yeah, can't wait. It's super great. But we digress. Um, ah. I don't even know where we were. Cabs, uh, uh, Cabs, Piedmont, uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, and then the the, 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 the grape known for. Bar- Barolo. The grape known for Barolo, Northern Italy, Barbaresco. It starts with an N. It has two ne- Bs. N- oh, Nebbiolo. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say Nero. <laughs> Nero. And then the other one uh, grows in, in España. España. Near the Pyrenees. Rioja is known for. Rio- Rioja is known for this? Uh, for the grape. Or it tends to be a major blend, a major part of the blend in Rioja. But apparently they're growing. At least that's what I had found. I don't know. We, our research may have turned out. Yeah, pray tell. Tempranillo. Which not, is good for it, your wine because yeah. it means like early. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. It's also so like you, a super weird you, mix of you, like Tempranillo, Nebbiolo, so, and Cabernet Sauvignon. Like that's random. I almost you can't tell it. I'm rusty. I've not been behind a bar and <laughs> had to think about wine, wine in, no. in a long time. It doesn't seem to be hurting you too There's much, other so. things. Uh, There's bigger problems. Yeah, bigger yes, fish to fry. I'm, I'm focused on the business side of the wine. No, I admire that. I'm like, I need some more business acumen in life, possibly. We'll, I don't know. We'll get you on that, Alan. Okay. We'll get you into UCLA extension I'll trade you for wine, wine knowledge. Sure. We'll trade out some wine for, for business barter, tips. Barter tips. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm happy to just run around and like when you need a fact, I'll be like, there you go. Or we can have a wire in yeah. your ear. A wire. a wire. People don't ask me. I mean, people ask me for recommendations, but they don't really ask me. Like, I'm like, have that wine. Oh, yeah. They're like, yeah. Ooh, what would, Which what is kind of yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm always flattered when someone asks my opinion yeah. about wine. You're like, I'll tell you. Do you have a favorite winery in California or one you? Uh, I, no, I mean, I don't have a favorite. I, I, I appreciate it. You know, like, you know, we're lucky to live here that, that there's so much. Yeah, there's so much. Yeah. Yeah, that I, I 
don't know that I've had anything that I go, that's the one that I have to always come back to. I've really kind of... Do you have like a wine that... And people ask me this, I'm like, I never had a wine that like changed it all for me, but do, do you? You know, it wasn't until... Yeah, I mean, there was a... The, the, the wine that kind of started Covell was uh, Luc Lapierre Minervois Languedoc. Oh, yeah. La Moyer. wow. La Moyer, Syrah, Grenache. Mauvais, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice GSM. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, Not from the CDP, but changing uh, the uh, world. <laughs> so that, that wine, uh, we had at Stella, and I poured it. Uh, and loved it and just kind of and then we we got rid of that um, vintage or you know ran out and so I remember going to Silver Lake Wine to ask for it and that's where I met Matthew I yeah. asked and he was like how, I think he said how the fuck do you know about that wine uh-huh. and then that was mm-hmm. we struck up a conversation the night but you know being a being uh, from rural Oklahoma I never I didn't know anything about wine so I started Stella so it was, I started to learn there and so, I mean you knew enough to tell Laura my friend Laura and I what to drink there so yeah I mean but that only when yeah. I started to care only yeah. when I was like oh but you know I, it was only being exposed to good yeah. wine is kind of and then we all lit cigarettes and we're like let's end this night now that was a Stella night I remember that that was those were good nights yeah but it's funny like wine you don't really start to learn about it until you have to pay attention to it so you're well, forced to pay attention to it, and usually it's when you're like explaining I it to other people. Didn't get yeah. excited about it till I was working in a restaurant, and we had to know. And I mean, it wasn't even that good wine, but I was just like, I was suddenly like, whoa! Oh, it's what? amazing yeah. the differences between these. Like, yeah, well, when you're in college, you have no money, so you're not really buying right. any good wine. Yeah. And the, I mean, I was drink beer. I drink beer all through college, anyways. But and then afterwards, it wasn't. Yeah, till mid mid twenties, like twenty five, twenty six, I started to like be like, oh, this this kind of tastes good. This is good. <laughs> yeah. I know this. Yeah. yeah, this is an option. Yeah. And then one last question: Just what's bringing you a little joy right now? What is bringing me joy? Yeah, yeah. my son. I was going to say has to be Otis. Otis. Yeah, Otis. That's an easy one. That was that's yeah. A, yeah, it's uh, it's there's nothing like it. Yeah, right. Not, not, not until you do it. But uh, what's Otis's middle name? I'm Otis Levi Lancaster. Cute. O L L. It was gonna, Maya wanted uh, Levi Otis Lancaster, but I was not about to do L O L. Oh, oh. <laughs> LOL. I mean, yeah. that would be great, but. <laughs> uh, no, You're like, he will not be an actor. He'd have such awesome cufflinks with his. Mon- oh, yeah, and then yeah. people will be like, oh, Towels, lame. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, everyone, thanks for listening. Enjoy the break for yeah. us. There's tons of shows. Go back and listen to them and Catch tell your up. friends. I'm talking to all you guys in Bolivia. I'm talking to you people in Thailand. I'm talking to you people in Australia, New Zealand. We see you. Um, all right, you guys. Thanks so much, Dustin. Thank, Thank you. you so much for Thank being you. here. Thanks for having me. Cheers, Cheers you guys. Salud. I just drink This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.